0: Uh, let's mm-hmm. see. Yes,
1: here we are. Can you hear me? Okay, I know that my headsets have not been very happy so. Now you're on speaker, and I'll put you on my headset and see if it's better.
2: How are you doing? I can, I can hear you. It's uh it's um. It's like not perfectly clear, but I can understand you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, now that's not so good. Is this any better?
2: Yeah, that's better.
1: Oh, good, good, good. Great. Right. So how is everything going with the move and
2: everything? So much going on. Yeah, there's so much going on. Um, it's all going pretty well, I think. Um, it's, uh, you know, I'm packing little bits at a time and culling stuff out and there's not a ton to cull out, um, which is a little disappointing because <laughs> uh, I wanted, you know, I was hoping to get rid of stuff. But, you know, it's, um,
1: it's
2: going well. It's a little tiring. And I was actually – I was really, really
1: hoping – and I, there may be still a very small chance that I may be able to come this weekend, but I was thinking if as it, as it gets too close, it may not be the best for you, actually, for me to come at this point. Oh, it's fine I mean, for you to come at this point. It's no problem. Okay. And, and I don't need to, you know – let me think. yeah, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't stay, you know, stay over, and I make, I, I don't know. There's a, there's a few things, but it may be a possibility because, yeah, I'm seeing a friend, I'm meeting a friend halfway to Boston, so I'm halfway there, it would be sweet to see you. So, we'll yeah. see, we'll see. I don't, and I wanna use more of your time on that. So I'll, I'll let you know, I'll keep you posted, and see how my my weekend goes and everything. Cool. Yeah. So how is everything? Is Rosa really helping you? How is that part?
2: Um, Rosa basically watches Saoirse while I sort it out, and I have um, an organization consultant who comes and helps. She's uh-huh. coming today, and, um, you know, she'll spend a few hours with me. She's someone who helps me stay organized, and she files my stuff. and So that's really helpful. Um, and um and Rosa helps a little bit, you know. Um you know, the thing that the the thing that's tricky is that I have a really tiny kitchen and so it uh, I don't know. It'll be good to set up in a new kitchen. The kitchen's going to have more counter space and more space in general. Um so I think um I'm not really a pack rat anyway, so um, I don't have a ton of kind of stuff. The things that get really a little bit out of control is like the utility closet. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, with uh because it's got everything. It's got like the vacuum cleaner, it's got my luggage, it's got cleaning agents. It's got candles. I mean, you know, boxes from my Apple computer. It's a little ridiculous. Nice. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but it's I'm always telling, a place that has to be sold the junk, you know? that That's how we are, I think. Yeah. 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 And I have a real problem with, with surfaces like the, t- the dining room table service and then I have um like a it's like a sideboard or a dressing like a <clears throat> dresser that is it's just I put you know, stuff on top, and I can't seem to like put it away. I don't really know where it all belongs, and so you know, I think I get her to help me, Catherine, the organizing person, you know, to sort of set up there. Uh, once I'm there a little bit with certain things, um, that might help. But it's you know, I'm it's in I'm in decent shape. i so basically two weeks, less than two weeks, <laughs> so. It's hard to pack when you're still living in the place, you know? So it's like I'm packing all the stuff that I'm not using, and um, it's tricky. But it's going well. It's better than all at once, you know? Are you there? I can't hear you. Oh,
1: there I am here. I just... So he actually put me on, on you know <laughs> sometimes you. I do that. So yeah, exactly. So I mean yeah, I didn't want you to to get the noise but then I you know, yesterday I did the same to somebody else. It's funny. So yeah, and it it is, you're absolutely right. It is really a tricky thing when you're you're living in a place and how much can you actually put away, right? Yeah, yeah. So you you need things and and then, you know, Siertia wants her things as well. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Yeah.
2: How do you feel about the move? How are you emotionally with it? I'm really happy about it. I've had some moments of sadness, you know, um, for the reasons we talked about before. Um, And but I have to tell you, it's so Mm. good (laughs) because um, the house is so cute. And mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm going to create this little space for us and um, I'm so much more relaxed there than I am here. And also they're doing all this construction on the, on the road in front of my house and the mm-hmm. pipes. And, and you wouldn't believe the crap that's in the water pipes. I mean, it is so disgusting and it makes wow. me think, I have to get out of here really. Like, thank God I sold and I'm out of here.
3: Wow. Um, I
2: mean, I like I've been poisoning us, you know, with this. And sometimes I use the filter on the fridge for the water, and sometimes I don't because it, the filter takes a long time, and it's like you're standing there for 10 minutes to fill up your water. <laughs> and um, And also I'm sort of like water is water. I don't want to be, I don't know. I had an attitude that water is water, and it's, you know, it's a healthy place, and I was totally wrong uh-huh um, the incoming water pipes you just would not believe what's in there it is i don't know the content of it like i don't but it looks like an outgoing sewage pipe is what it looks like oh my like. god wow. but it it was like mineral buildup i guess but who knows what else is in there you know i mean it it's just not and so when they have all this in short i can't get out of here soon enough <laughs> <laughs> that's the important thing it says very very clear that you need to get out of there uh uh-huh. So
1: clear, yeah, yeah, wow. So that is like it sounds like all of that When when it comes to Tiocha and Rosa and your move, it's all super clear. How about how are you doing with the whole uh, Warren thing? Because we were I was talking with Stefan, and it was really you know it was wonderful to just talk with him. He's he, you know he's an expert, and he's, you know, and everything is perspective as well. You know he runs things by me, and I run things by him because. Um, well, of course, I, as I mentioned, you know, we both adore you, so we are looking forward, yeah, and, uh, and he does have more perspective because he hasn't been working with you as much, so when I tell him things, he's like, oh, no, this is, this is so clear, there's no question about it, right? Um, so it feels really, really good to hear from him, but I would love to hear how you are doing with it.
2: So I feel like I'm in a really comfortable place. I'm not feeling any of the angst that I used to feel. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, with sending texts or what's happening or, you know, I finally sort of feel like he really likes me. He's not available um, quite yet. He's been really clear and upfront about that. And we got through kind of a rough bump, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and I definitely want to talk with you about um, my attraction to unavailable men because that's still going on. Yeah. you know he's he's not available, but I think the insight I had was so right, and it's mm-hmm. still. And he's been so sweet. Um, <clears throat> after I had that insight, I sent a, t- a note saying, um, that I wanted to reiterate my. Um, apology for that whole situation because causing him to feel like I'm evaluating him against a set of performance indicators is the last thing that he needs in his life given what he's going through and what he's been through right? Um, and I don't know what maybe I can yeah Um, and then he wrote the sweetest thing in return what did I say here Oh, yeah, I just said I'm writing to reiterate my apology for making me feel criticized or like you have to achieve performance indicators in relation to me. I can imagine that is the last thing you need after what you have been through and what you are currently going through. Yeah. And then I sent him pictures of the house in Maine. And then he wrote back, hi, beautiful house. Can't wait to see it. Please, please don't apologize. It's all me. It's all what? Sorry? It's all me. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It's all his fault.
1: (laughs) We like that. We like that. I like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, especially because not that it's all his fault. What I think is very important is to understand that it's not that it's all his fault, but it does have to do with his inability, his Mm -hmm. inavailability. Yes he is really not available. Yeah. Oh, he hasn't been. And I don't know if this is, um, you know, now, is this what, you know. My sense is that he's been running his life for a long time a certain way because yeah. of, you know, I mean, I, I talk with him, and you have talked with him, and you already know him, right, that it's, um, he, how can I put it, whenever something, I mean, this is so human. Whenever something happens that is very challenging in our lives, we are going to go to where we have the least amount of pain and we have the most amount of gratification and pleasure. For him, it's always been his work. It's always yeah. his work. That's yeah. a safe place for him. He feels, you know, successful. He feels like he gets stuff done. He, you he's,
2: know, in
1: he's in control. In, he's in control. That's so much so, so much that, of course, I mean, I completely understand and it it makes so much sense, right? So um, that completely makes sense. On the other hand, it is not in any way a fertile ground for a healthy relationship. Yeah. It just isn't. It just isn't. And I don't know if he realizes that.
2: I don't think he does. I don't think and, he's aware of that.
1: And it's it's you or anybody else, I have to tell you. It's, you know, you, his ex, or whoever comes next, unless it's someone that is like him, travels all the time, it's like, you know, 95% focus on their career and their personal life, and 5% into a relationship, because that's pretty much how it's him. His availability is like, just text, you cannot have it, Stefan was telling me, are you kidding me, like, when have you ever i mean you had what in month one phone conversation or more in month one how, how sorry I don't know if it was clear how many phone conversation how many yeah how many phone conversations have you had with him
2: um let's see we had one <clears throat> recently about the list right and um We had, um. It's, they're few and far between. They're probably like once a month.
3: Right, right.
1: Yeah. So I would dare say that he is not, he's not really devoting energy or time to a relationship.
0: He
3: could yeah. have a,
1: a text, you know. And I know that you're not particular. You are in a, you have been in a relationship of sorts, at least attempting to have one, even if it's a friend, right?
2: Yes, yeah. yeah.
1: So we've
2: been friends for a long time.
1: Right. right. So it's so important to recognize that I think. So so important.
2: Yeah, so it's um yeah, it's not very it's sort of like hoping for some change, you know, which is not it's not helpful. So let's really look at why I am what what is it in me that's preventing me from being attracted to or opening myself to an available man and getting instead hung up on someone who's not available yeah so and that is that's
1: that's exactly right so let's go into your dream because i think your dream was so telling and so clear
3: mm,
1: right? right so <laughs> i know that on one hand it felt fabulous to to connect with someone that was so um, clearly into you and that it was wonderful. So tell me about it. Tell me tell me about that.
2: Well, it was... Um, I just felt adored and cherished, and it was effortless. Mm. It was something essential about me as opposed to something I had to earn. And um, he... I didn't have to ask to do anything. He just... Um, made all these changes and pursued me on his own volition because that's what he wanted. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, and he was just so right there and so into me.
1: How did you feel of having all that energy and how did that play out and even if you didn't see it in the dream, I want you to just go into that energy again, right? The yumminess of it, the, the beautiful receiving. Just go into it. Take a breath and close your
2: eyes. I felt like a queen, you know. I just felt mm-hmm. um, like I won. I won the prize.
1: Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. And how did it affect your connection with Siosha and everything else? Oh,
2: I don't know. There wasn't that level of...
1: Right. And that's what I want to go into. Yeah.
0: Mm. I don't know.
2: Okay. Uh, in terms of the dream, there's no immediate connection there. Okay. So how about can you
1: play it out in your mind? Because this is what I'm – this is why I invite you to truly bring this man into your life
0: energetically, Mm -hmm. just invite him
1: in.
2: So are you asking me to play that with Saoirse or are you asking me to invite him in?
1: to invite you in and from that place we're going to actually expand how everything plays out. What is the dynamic? You know, how is, how it, like if, you know, just literally I want you to, as much as possible, just receive him. Receive him into your life today. Here you are. Like bring him into reality.
2: Okay.
1: You're moving, you have Saoirse, you have other things going on. How is it playing out?
2: So oh, it's additive, you know, it's um he it comes in and <clears throat> it it creates more love and joy in my life. So the the amount of joy and love I have with Sirsa, uh, which is, you know, infinite <laughs> gets added to. Um, so there's just more. And there's that puts me in a more relaxed, joyful, happy state. And um, and there's someone for me to lean into, which it just helps. Um, so I'm not doing everything 100% on my own. Um, so I have, in a way, more presence with Sersha and my presence with her is less stress. Not that it's that stress, but sometimes it is, you know? Sometimes it's like, I've got all these, you know, 10,000 things. Um, And there is a piece of um, time or attention or focus that does divert from Circe. But Circe also gets to have a loving relationship with this person. And as I'm talking, I'm thinking, I need to sort of create a bit of closure with Warren. Are
1: you there? Yeah, no, I'm here. I'm here. Yes, yes, absolutely.
2: Because, yeah. um, because I I can't just be waiting around. Yes. I can't keep that open.
1: Yeah. And what um, is that? Yeah. And not not only that, not only that, but the other piece. Okay, so I'm, definitely, I can I can see that. So as you, this is happening, and it feels wonderful. What is coming up is like, I need to make, like I need to close this chapter in order to be able to fully be available for this next energy and next person in my life. And that not only is 100% true, but also, where is your connection with Warren at this point? What
2: is happening? It's really sweet. It's really warm. That's okay. um, very um, open hearted and. It's in a good place and I'm more relaxed. Although the other day I had some discomfort about, you know, his sort of link, you know, his attachment with his ex-wife and the savior thing. And, you know, he goes home and checks up on her and talk, calls his her sister and gives her the updates. And he's still sort of hooked in to the dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that if I were involved with him romantically it would be, and I had a dream about him too, that was sort of erotic <laughs> ah, um, yeah, it was really nice actually and um, so there there's sort of a sexual desire for him that for him there's an open its sort of sweet one, kind of like a sweet little expressing affection towards one another, you know a little yeah, and, um,
1: yeah. So there's also something they like very, very familiar and uh, like It's it been in your life for so long.
2: You are breaking up a little bit.
1: Oh, am I? I didn't even move.
2: How's that, Dev? Hold on a second. That's better. Yeah.
1: yeah okay. Uh, maybe better. I don't know. Um. Yeah. I'm curious. Like, you know, he's been with. You know, you've been in each other's life for so long. Sometimes yeah. it's a little bit hard to. Um. Not necessarily to tell, but to really um, like entangle, right? So it's like he and he and he is a very sweet man. He's you have a really great connection with him, but yeah. he's not, he's re- he's really not available. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Now I think it's is that me or you? Some bizarre noise, like a truck, It felt like a what? Yeah, no, no, that's good. It just, I heard like a, almost like a truck that, that went by. I Your house? No, 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 no. It's just that the noise was, but it's, it's No, gone. there's
2: there's no truck here.
1: Okay. So can you hear me okay? That's important. I
2: can, yeah. Okay, great. So what is it that that is still,
1: is there something familiar and somewhat comforting or comfortable about Warren?
2: Um, It's that I know him really, really well, Mm -hmm. and I know that he has integrity. I trust him. It's like with a brand-new person that you know know nothing about, you don't know anything about their world. Like, I've been talking to people about – people have been talking to me about Warren, so I know his social world. I know how people perceive him. I have no doubts about his integrity, his honesty, And when I bring a brand new person in, you have absolutely no fucking idea what you're getting into. You have no idea. And there are all these surprises that pop out, you know, around, you know, oh, this relationship with that woman, and does this person really have integrity? I've seen Warren in action for seven years, and I know that he is a good person.
1: And yeah, he, so I, there's a, there is a comfort in knowing who he is, what is he made, what his values are, his story, his history, all, all kinds of things.
2: Yeah. And with a brand-new person, I have no idea what their values actually are, what the relationship between their words and their actions is. Um, yeah. And it's like they're, you know, they're all these secret pockets that you discover, and you're like, holy shit.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, that's a real problem for me, you
1: know? Yeah, exactly. So so there's a fear that a new person can actually, and you're tapping, right? I haven't mentioned that. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Deb is like, so it's so interesting. In Spanish, there's, a, there's a, such a familiar thing that is, it's, it says, it's better to have something that is somewhat bad, but it's known than the potential good and So it's like when you have it you have something about like it's better to have like a hand, no that's another one in Spanish.
2: <laughs> no, I know, I know what you're saying. It's like the I, there's a saying in English as well, yeah,
1: yeah, that well, is like so the, the
2: the bargain I'm making with myself is that this is going yeah. to change more and is going to open up at some point within a matter of months and and it's going to be different, yeah. yeah, which is the thing I'm holding out for,
1: right,
2: right, and it's like. So right now he's not
1: available, but it's like well, for you know, for years you've been somewhat holding out
2: for him. No, I don't think I've been holding out. I think I have. He's been. I've had an affection for him, but I have absolutely not been letting any him getting in the way of anything else that comes up. I've you don't a, think
1: energetically? Question. Energetically, you don't think that there's been always been some like a little hope somewhere in the back of your mind.
2: I think there. I, I think. I've had affection for him, um, and I guess since his visit, I was wondering if there would be a change in his life, but I don't think I was that, that attached to it that it was getting in the way, okay. because it was so clear that, look, I, I mean, I, you can have a, an attraction or a crush on someone without it getting in the way of being open to someone else. Right. But, um, That's so true. I don't think I've been waiting around for him. Um, but since January, when I found out he was leaving, I would say probably yes. Yeah. But since January, I've probably been holding out. And it's yeah. probably been getting in the way. But not all these years. I mean, all these years, I've always liked him. But then I've always tried to work him out of my system. And then and then I forget about him for months. Right. And, um, and uh, yeah. And, and so
1: things you're being, so right now
2: you're, you're connecting,
1: you're, you're being, he's being very sweet with you, and what is the, the is it like, has there been a clear understanding of
2: where you're, where you're standing with each other? That we both really like each other. We both think we could be great together, but Warren's not ready. And we, he can't see me for, he'll probably see me in another few weeks. He'll be able to visit in a few weeks. Okay, and talk about this and, you know, discuss things in person.
3: Okay,
2: He's in China right now. He was in India, China, Japan, and then I guess in a few weeks he's coming back for... He's got some interviews in New York. So it's like he sort of puts, slates me in when the work schedule brings him to the East Coast. Yeah. So you may see each other
1: when, in November?
2: Maybe, yeah. He's going to come to Maine. Okay. In November. Okay. And
1: is that something like like because what seems to me is that there is right now there is a part of you that is like, okay, what is it that you need, Dev? Like let's just connect with what is it that you need. Are you in a place where you are okay waiting and in until November and kind of having these doors somewhat open, even if it's a little crack, to find out if he is you know this is, is there something going to change in November, and things may start shifting, Or what, like I wanted to, as much as you can, truly separate almost like your energy from his and his situation, because it seems to me that you um, from where I'm standing, he is not available. Yeah, his availability is super minimal, and yeah. non-existent, to develop a relationship, and unless something drastically changes—I mean, drastically—he um, is, you know, he's. You can just hope for, a, 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 you know, something to change, but it would not be realistic, and it would be holding on to a very unavailable man. Yeah.
0: Because as you just
1: said a minute ago, it's not like he's making seeing you a priority at all. Whenever it fits into his schedule of traveling, yeah, right. then he may come and see you. And something right. else may come up, and like he did when with the whole weekend we yeah, traveling, and, yeah. and, and it, it wasn't even convenient if he didn't see you.
2: That's right.
1: And it seems that you got a little taste of what it's like to be the center of attention, yeah. really you know and truly have someone interested committed and in your, in the same page with you that is like okay I want a relationship in my life I do want a committed loving partnership and I'm going to put time energy and commitment into it into it it's yeah. like
0: right
2: I think that's right. Um, I think that's right. Would it make sense to wait until November? Or I'm asking myself this. Or (laughs) um, have a conversation before then? or, Or, you know, just put it off and just say, close it out and just say, you know, have a phone call and say, Warren...
0: So this is
1: something that I would like to do before you answer because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invite some, some energy in connecting with your body. So let's just tap together through the points. It doesn't matter where you're at. Repeat after me. Mm-hmm. I know what I truly want. I know what I truly want. There's not a doubt in my mind.
2: There's not a doubt in my mind.
1: I honor mm-hmm. and respect my list.
2: I honor and I respect my list.
1: And I have made a very clear list of what works for me. And I've
2: made a very clear list of what works for me. I know what I want and what I need. I know what I want and what I need. And I do have clarity about that.
1: And I do what? I do have clarity about that.
2: I do have clarity about that.
1: And yet growing up,
2: and yet growing up, I have to. I had to settle for crumbs. I had to settle for crumbs.
1: Whatever was available.
2: Whatever was available. Ava- yeah.
1: I knew what I wanted. I knew what I wanted. E- even back then.
2: Even back then. I really knew what I wanted. I really knew what I wanted.
1: But in my nervous system.
2: But in my nervous system.
1: I received what was available.
2: I received what was available.
1: And it was not much.
2: And it was not much. It never fulfilled my,
1: all my needs. It never fulfilled all my needs. And that's what I'm used to. And that's what I'm used to. This, is what I, this has been my life. This has been my life. It's not about clarity. It's not about clarity. It's not about owning my needs or wants. It's not about owning my needs or wants. It says life never delivered. It's just that life never delivered. And I had to go out and get myself. And I had to go out and get myself. Those things that I needed and I, and I wanted. Those things that I needed and wanted. And there's a part of me that stopped expecting others to deliver.
2: Absolutely. (laughs) And there's there's a part of me that stopped expecting or hoping for others to deliver. Because it was so painful to be in that hopeful place. Because it was so painful to be in that hopeful place and be let down. Yeah. I have my heart broken time after time. I have my heart broken time after time. Maybe dad is in a better mood and this time he would actually love me or see me. Maybe dad is in a better mood and this time he would actually love me or see me. Maybe mom has a little bit more presence and can truly be with me. Maybe mom has a little more presence and can truly be with me. And the
1: same thing played out in different variations with partners. And the same thing
2: played out in different variations with partners. Even with friends. Even with friends. So I what I I actually said
1: So I actually said Screw them all. Screw
2: them all. I'm doing all. it
1: myself. Yes. I, I'm doing it myself. I'm doing it myself. Screw yeah. you all. Yeah, screw you all. I'm not depending on you. I'm not depending on you. You're worthless. You're worthless. So I'm not expecting anything out of you. Yeah, I'm not expecting anything.
2: I'm not accepting anything.
1: And I'm done hoping for it. And I'm done hoping for it. So whatever tiny little thing comes my way, so whatever tiny little thing comes my way, it just fits into the small opening, Fits into the small opening of my energy, of my energy, because I'm not allowing a lot more. I understand that, <laughs> so it's like somewhat I want you to keep on tapping, and I want you to see that you closed your energy because you needed to protect yourself, mm-hmm. being open to receive and knowing what you wanted, and always 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 getting this like tiny a tiny bit slowly, you started closing, so you left open as much as you would come in. Why leave it broad widely open? What only just a tiny bit was going to come in. So you just close it and okay. Close the aperture. The, you know, the, yeah, exactly. The aperture is just pretty, pretty small because if you leave it open for more to come and it's not coming, it just, it's just draining your energy into putting, it's like the hope. The hope just started like shrinking and shrinking
2: mm-hmm. to
1: match what life was delivering.
2: Yeah, yeah, Okay. So I haven't allowed and I haven't opened the aperture and allowed myself to hope and therefore a really big loving energy has no way to get into me. Yeah. And that's the way that I have protected myself. And that's the way I have protected myself. And that's the way that I got to enjoy my life. And that's the way I
1: got to really enjoy my life. And create the life that I love. And create the, this
2: life that I love. This so much wonderful stuff in my life there is so much wonderful stuff in my life but i don't want to pass this on to my daughter
1: right absolutely absolutely so when warren sends me a loving text so when warren sends me a loving text it fits perfectly into the upper, you know the opening that i have
2: It fits perfectly into the tiny opening that I have. (laughs) (laughs) It just matches exactly what I'm allowing in. It it matches exactly what I'm allowing in.
1: And I am clear about this.
2: And I am clear about this.
1: It's not satisfying. Not
2: satisfying.
1: But it's familiar.
2: it's familiar.
1: It's safe.
0: It's safe.
2: a little unsafe, too.
1: Mm.
2: How so, Deb? Well, because my heart, you know, is sort of in a state of deprivation, in a state of disappointment Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and unfulfillment. So it's not overly safe.
3: Okay. Yeah.
1: But it's like there's a part of you that is resenting it? No, I don't think I'm resenting it. I just...
0: It's sort of sad, you know? It's
2: sort of frustrating, and waiting around is just a drag.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, on the other hand, part of me is like, okay, this is great. Warren's not available. I can sort out the next baby thing on my own without anybody's interference.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
2: But that also precludes or prevents me from receiving a man's involvement in Mm -hmm. the next baby. Right.
1: Right. And is it possible that this is part of the plan of the part of you that has vowed to stay? And so when I talk about safe, is that you're protecting yourself from coping again and being heartbroken.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah.
1: In that sense, it's like it's safe. You know what? This is like, here we go again. Why actually bring him into the equation, open myself to the possibility that he's going to be there or help or that I will have... you know, a deeper connection and put something on hold or, you know, have to have a discussion with him about the next baby or whatever it might be. And then something happens that, you know, that it's like he's not going to deliver and I'm stuck either waiting or whatever it might be. That's right.
2: right.
1: Just like, screw that. So I was just keep it very, very dead opening. Yeah, do it on my own.
2: Okay, yeah, so it's definitely safe in that way, but it's not safe in other ways um, because I'm not being taken care of.
1: Right, but you've never been. Right. So the safety has always come from you. Yeah. Your sense of deeper safety has always relied on, be relying on yourself. That was the only way that you were truly safe. That's right. Absolutely. So, it's not about being attracted to unavailable men. That's it's not, not about
2: being attracted to not, it's not about being attracted to unavailable men.
1: It's about being clear
2: and safe. About being clear and safe that the only available person in the world but the only available person in the
1: world that I can truly depend on, that I can truly depend on, is myself. Is me. Yeah, it's me. True. Or people I pay. Or people, <laughs> right? Or yes, yeah. yeah, okay. Which ends up being just being me. People that I attract, that I, yeah, bring in. But it has, to be, it has to be an exchange. It's interesting, right? Because in your life, there's always been an exchange, right? Like if you yeah. you would get appreciation if you were performing well um, as an athlete or you got good grades, or there's always, always an exchange. Yeah. yeah. Like, as long as there's an exchange that is more superficial, if you only want to call it that, then it's okay. But being 100% who you are and receiving love, attention, and being seen it is not. It has not been part. It has not
2: been part of your life. It has never been part of my. Well, it was with Seamus for a period, but it was still kind of limited. Um, I've had it intermittently. Mm-hmm. Um, but it. It was really lovely, actually, when I had it with him. Yeah. Um. But it's you know, a tiny tiny period of my life and it didn't work out. And it was it was limited because of his commitment to his own children, which got in the way of co creating a family together. Yeah. So it wasn't even a hundred percent done. So I never had the one hundred percent thing. Right. Yeah. That's right. Really hard to unwind us. I mean, it is just so hard.
1: Well, it's more than hard, Dave. I think we're going a totally different route here, which is really honoring the the safety, the internal safety of protecting yourself by being by inviting into your life um, people that would keep you, that would fit into these um, these role of like. You know, like like Warren, right? We really like you. You're a, you know, you know, I really like you. You're a wonderful person. You're very special. And this is this is how much I can give you. I can give you like you know, two percent, and by text. <laughs> and, and then your life continues to be safe, safe in the sense that it, it's a hundred percent on you. Mm-hmm. And. So what, said, so what what? needs to happen is what are the ways in which you open your energy to receive and how can that ex- start expanding? So as you continue tapping, I want you to just notice receiving maybe my love and containment, receiving the support from Rosa and it is true It's people that you're paying, you know, your organizing person. It's true. But there's a part of you that energetically is allowing the help in. There is an exchange, what not, but just to, to to notice and start practicing what that muscle of expanding that that opening feels like.
2: done an excellent job surrounding myself by that kind of part, you know, really good positive energy. Yeah. Um, You know, I don't, I don't let Mark in, I don't, you know, all kinds of things I'm not doing that, you know, that, that I'm doing that creates a really positive set of relationships and people are helping. Um. But they're not, it's not voluntary, you know, it's not like. Are there any
1: friends or family, is is there any, even if it's an extended friend or family that are more connected and like happily, there's a happy exchange that is somewhat equal?
2: Well, my um, mom's cousin, Jean, has, you know, come to visit us. And she makes some little clothes for Saoirse. Um But she's not someone I depend on or rely on. She's not really that available to us. But it, that okay. is someone who's very positive and, and stuff. Um, no, I have the offer of my cousin Ron, who lives up near Kittery, he lives in Rye, New Hampshire, to um, be more of a presence. In my life, and I think he could be very giving, very generous. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: So that's a positive thing about moving up there. Um, Mm -hmm. I haven't been able to take advantage of it because it's too far. You know, I can't invite me to stuff, but I and I, I can't. And they're sort of a weird family. Like they're, they've got a good marriage with, but they're really fat, (laughs) and they're, you know, they're just really different than me.
3: Right.
2: um nevertheless, you know they're kind and um he's a fireman and she's a pharmacist. and um, but no, there isn't that's the whole that's the whole point
1: exactly exactly, and that's really really good to notice, right.
2: And I have a friend, Martha, who is the guardian for Saoirse. If anything happened to me, and I'm actually, she's also very unavailable. So I, I'm thinking of, I've already changed her to be the, the backup guardian of my friend, Kristen, who, who does come and help. Like she flies up and she came for the baby shower and she came for Saoirse's birthday and um, they're willing to, you know, they're happy about being Circe's guardians and her family and, in case anything happens to me. so she, And she's much more responsive and available. So she is someone. There's someone there, but no one else, really. Yeah. And so what's what's the name of the
1: new services guardian? I couldn't get her name. Oh, Kristen, yes. Okay. And is he, is he someone that, that is a good friend that you share with?
2: Oh, yes. Very good friend. We've known each other since we were 16. We went to boarding school together. Wow. And, um, if I text her, she comes right back to me. Whereas, if, whereas if, I get in, if I text Martha, she she might not come back to me for weeks. Wow. So it's just, it, it's, 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 I think I'm going to make Martha the backup um, for Kristen in case she, Kristen can't do it, but um, I have to change it.
3: Yeah
1: yeah uh that that's the so the so the can you get in touch with that energy that within you of the opening that you feel with Kristen Mhm yeah and how does it feel in your body to we see that?
2: I have to tell you that I'm feeling very frustrated at the moment. Okay, what's going on? (laughs) Like, finding the opening, I don't know is the path forward because I don't have the opening.
3: Mm. We're
2: trying to create something new that I haven't experienced.
1: Okay, okay. And what I'm, what I I totally understand the frustration and what I'm trying to, to create or for you to notice is how is that, you have the experience in certain areas, and in a smaller degree. But as we, as you get, you know, as you get in your body what it feels like, how to be more in that place. So the frustration comes from what, like not knowing how to create it, wanting to like. Yes. Okay. Okay.
2: You know, Kristen's great. She lives in South Carolina. It's not like she's nearby. It's not like they. Um, It's small, you know, it's a small part of my life. Yeah. And what we're trying to do is create something completely different that doesn't exist right now. Right. Right. So I don't know that I can leverage what I have because I don't have it. Okay, so let's let's
1: do something a little different. Stepping through the points, I'm very frustrated.
2: I'm very frustrated.
1: I feel hurt and sad. I feel hurt and sad. And I feel really angry. And I feel
2: really angry.
1: Because this is completely unfair. It is completely unfair. I know that I have so much to give. I know that I have so much to give. And whoever comes into our lives
2: And whoever comes into our life It's gonna get so much. It's going to get so much. We are so special. We are really so special. So why is this so hard? It's just so frustrating that it's so hard and I know how deserving I am and how deserving we are. Yeah. But it's not really hard.
3: Yeah.
1: I really don't want it to be hard. I really don't want it to be hard. And I'm actually tired of working at it.
2: I'm so tired of working at it. It's not supposed to be this way. That's supposed to be the swing. It's like I keep working and working and working and it still remains out of reach.
3: Yeah.
1: I am
2: constantly striving for it. Constantly striving for it. And I wonder, is this something that's just simply not healable in this lifetime? Maybe I should just give up. Oops, I couldn't hear that. Maybe I should just give up. Oh, I'm never going to give up, but maybe my my expectations should adjust to the fact that maybe it's not achievable by me. Mm. Maybe this is a thing I pass on to her, and she has to work out in her life. Yeah. I
1: have worked I, so hard in my life.
2: I have worked so hard in my life.
1: And I have had so many disappointments.
2: And I have come so far. But I still have so many disappointments.
1: And I'm just tired. And I'm just tired. There's so much that that I've been able to achieve.
2: There's so much that I've been able to achieve and heal.
1: And this is one thing that seems always out of reach. And this is one thing that just seems
2: always out of reach no matter what I do.
1: And seems to be completely out of my control.
2: It seems to be completely out of my control because the things that I'm doing to heal it aren't there, aren't bringing me there. Yeah.
1: And sometimes it feels like it's a little closer.
2: Sometimes it feels like it's a little closer.
1: But not enough.
2: But not enough. And I keep on bumping against the same issues. I keep bumping up against the same wall. It feels like a wall It's yeah. blocking me up, and I don't know how to disassemble this wall.
1: I would love to figure it out.
2: I would love to figure it out.
1: And just get just
2: get on with it, and just grow beyond it. Yeah. And open open the world of possibility.
1: What is there's A part of me that Completely refuses. What if there's a part of me that completely refuses to open to the to more than I have am used to? To open that to open to more than I am used to. That is really does not feel safe because it really does not feel safe. Actually, it could be very dangerous. Actually, it could be very dangerous. As a tiny girl. As a tiny girl... I had to rely on my parents. I had to rely on my parents.
2: And at times it was a total disaster. And at times it was a total disaster and generally it was not safe and reliable.
3: Yeah.
1: And at times it was even terrifying. At times it was even terrifying. And I tried that with Peter. And I tried that with Peter. And that was terrifying. And that was terrifying. What if there's a part of me that completely refuses to go there again?
2: What if there's a part of me that completely refuses to go there again? That's too scary. It's too scary.
1: And it's not just me on the line now. And it's not just me on the line anymore. Yeah. So I want you to take a breath and this. Yes, you could just stop in one point, anyone that you want. And I want you to truly reach out to that kind little death that is terrified because she really wanted, she still wanted and hoped that she would get to be seen and loved and and protected from the same parent who hurt her. And the, the confusion, the shock, the pain, the, the terror and just hold, reach out to her and just hold her in your lap. And towards her, and if you need to invite your love for Sierja, I want you to just pour your love into her. Just pour your love into her. Just really rocking her, reassuring her, just holding her and loving her. There's absolutely nothing else you have to do But just love her.
0: She's just terrified. And in your heart of hearts, just letting her know that she's safe, that you're here now. And that she does deserve to feel protected. Unloved.
1: What I would really like you to do that this is, forget about war and relationship. Forget about any and all of it to just for now. And every day when you're putting Saoirse to bed or when you're cuddling her or nursing her, just bring in that little girl. You're holding both of them and just pouring your love. Even if it's 30 seconds or a minute, just pour your love onto her, into her, and just, if you at any point feel a lot of emotion or drained, just visualize this beautiful, glorious Loving beings behind you, feel the hands on your back. You can feel it right now, these beautiful hands on your back, letting you know you're not alone. And you can truly feel supported by these beautiful, loving beings.
0: 'Cause it's not about making it up or
1: figuring out but just to really connect.
2: It's hard like, to trust that loving being because that loving being allowed this to happen to me.
0: Is it just is it true? Do you feel like there's any
1: part of you that that is um That trust, like, uh, you know, any, so spiritually there's no support. You don't feel truly supported.
0: Well, I
2: feel like I have been supported in my journey and I wasn't killed. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I wasn't um, beaten so badly that I had broken bones. Mm-hmm. Um
0: but I do feel
2: abandoned by the spirit or God or whatever
1: I do. So is it okay for you to be there for this little girl? Yes, absolutely. So let's start with that. Let's start with that and just be there with her. And you know what you could feel? Maybe it's Rosa's hands behind you, her motherly energy and her to whatever degree you can open. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, that's okay. That's okay. That's totally okay. It's none Yeah. Mm. Okay, so let's just let it be just you then for now. Is that okay?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Because I think this is a this is the seed Deb, that we have to build upon. Okay, and it's just from that very loving place to yourself. Yeah. Um, is that all right? Yep. Yep. Wonderful. Okay. So sorry I have somebody waiting for me, but reach out to me and let me know what you notice or what may come up, okay? Okay. And let me know if you need us to. I think we're we're okay, but if something comes up and you need my support, let me know.
2: Okay. Great. Thank
1: you. You're very welcome. Okay. Okay. Take care. Big Bye-bye. Side. Bye-bye. Thank
0: you. Bye.
2: plus.